Right, your turn to introduce the show this week, mate. Come on. What are you going to say? What are you going to say to them? All the people listening right now? Eagerly anticipating a good way to just get them gripped into the episode? What are you going to say, Alex? I don't know Just say something to excite people about the upcoming episode. I thought you would record. No, no. Say something about introduce it. Okay. Get me excited. Get the audience excited. Hello and welcome to another episode of Goalpost for Jumpers, episode thirty-two, the bootlegger debrief. Oh. I'm here with my co-host Gareth Baker. Hi, that's me. That's you. Uh, shall we get started? Let's get started, please. That was really good. I like well done. Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Paint. of ready-salted crisps. I smells. know what James Mills smells like. Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid shit. Episode number 32, Bird. Here we are. Yeah. It's a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. Should we just start this week with a little bit of tweets of the week and then move on to what exactly... What exactly? What I want to know what exactly is going to happen. last week. Yeah. Really good, Alex. Tweets of the week. Good way to start the show and having a stutter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, tweets of the week sounds Small good to me. Small strokes mate. here, guys. Small strokes. Small strokes. Come on. Tweets of the week. Lay on me. What have we got? What's been happening? Okay, so for tweets of the week, I've gone with a few football-related things, obviously because we're a football-related podcast. This is Goalpost Jumper, a football podcast, yeah. yeah but yeah. I've also got some non-football-related things, which I think wow. you might find interesting. Spanner in the works. I think a lot of people listen to this podcast, I actually don't know why, but for football, no, but a lot of people also want to hear about the outside world. They want to know about... They want to know what's happening outside their house. Yeah. And we're going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to tell you, dear yeah, for, listener, what's first, happening. First uh, tweet was actually football-related. It's from Goal, and mm. they've tweeted a video that happened this week in a QPR youth game. Yes. Um, and it was, well, it was a bit strange, actually, because I've said QPR, and it's actually Blackburn. That is strange, how you got the teams wrong. Yeah. Uh, but it's Sean Wright Phillips' son scored a goal. Sean Wright Phillips has a son that's right. playing football now. So my tweet... Of the week was Fuck, I'm old. at I think it's Schmidt said Sean Wright Phillips son how old am I now that really does yeah I just said that yeah was it He's, me Sean Wright it? Phillips son scored a goal I swear he just retired was it yeah is it for the under sixes though no for the youth team for who uh, I think it's Blackburn oh, what yeah why is he a Blackburn I don't know I need to really weird. I need to why really is, look into this. Why is the Wright family so blessed? So blessed. They've got Ian Wright, Sean Wright, Bradley Wright. Bradley is Wright Phillips. one of the best players in MLS history. I know. Like, isn't he like the top scoring MLS player of all time? He might actually I'm be. I'm very sure he is. Yeah, Carlos Feller's probably going to track him down now where, yeah. where he's going. But I was, I was actually listening to Ian Wright's Desert Island Disc podcast. Really yeah. recommend listening yeah. to it. And, like, just the way he's just so, like, calm about the fact that he's genuinely help two guys like grow up to become yeah. to prof- like and now three. imagine that imagine the chances of just becoming a professional football in the first place good genetics very good genetics uh, the other one was Emily X Potts tweeted don't ask me how my day's going a boy just blocked me because I told him I was bottom set PE <laughs> 
Clay Thompson <laughs> quote tweeted it. Not going to lie, if you're serious about your children making the Premier League, you can't un- entertain unathletic women, and he's spot on. That's, that's how many kind people think. Right. I mean, for yeah, like you want to live your dreams through all, your kid. Yeah, we all kind of want a son. First of all, guys want a son, and you want yeah. to kind of do like the Ian Wright thing, get them into being a professional footballer. Well, and I'm related. sorry, love, but. If you're a bottom set of pee, that's not happening. No. Get in the bin. Bad genetics. Really bad genetics. Moving on. I know all about that. Uh, at Lisa Ann Torrance tweeted, Fraser asked me, I think Fraser's her boyfriend, Fraser asked me to send him a picture of my passport and I got all excited thinking he was booking me a holiday. Two minutes later, I received an email from Skybet thanking me for completing their verification process. Bastard, sick of this. <laughs> We've all done that We've with our mums, yeah. Cards when um, we were younger. Uh, th- this final one that I want to talk about is it's a fact that someone tweeted. Actually, I think it was Jack Mate tweeted it, uh, but it was a it was a really strange coincidence. And I thought I'd take you through it. Now this isn't football related, okay. but it's freaky. How dare you? How dare you bring a story that isn't football related on this podcast? This very respected football podcast. It's about Glastonbury. Okay. The first ever performer booked at Glastonbury Festival. Is there a footballer? You're going to have to actually stay with me on this. Is there a footballer? The first ever performer booked at Glastonbury Festival in 1970 Mm. were a small pop duo called Pilton Pop. Remember Mm. that? Yeah. yeah. The two lead singers of Pilton Pop were Mm. two cousins called Ben Ahrens and Amelia Howard. Yeah. Both cousins of legendary grunge artist Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Ben Ahrens and Amelia Howard are said to have been the last people to see Kurt before his infamous suicide using a sawed-off shotgun. That's it. Ben and Amelia later died in a car crash in Alabama, both 44 years old. Fuck, 44. Here's some freaky stuff. Was it coronavirus? The model slash make of the gun used by Kurt was the Pilton BA-EH44. Right. Pilton Pop, band name. Yeah. BA... Ben Ahrens. Okay. E.H. Amelia Howard. Yeah. 44, the age they died. Yeah. And the maddest thing ever? What? The postcode for Glastonbury Festival is B-A-4-4-E-H. That's the same as their initials. That's How mad. insane is that? That is insane. It was insane when I read it. Yeah. On Twitter. It's, it's, I think yeah. it's quite old, but it came, up, it no, came about. No, I genuinely, I read that yesterday or the day before, and I had to keep rereading it. That is insane. Because... If that confirms something weird happens without us knowing in the world. They say that... There's no way that... Like, how... There's coincidences. There's deja vu and stuff yeah. like that. But that is just f- fucking weird. The weirdest... That's I think mad. Someone said that the weirdest day ever in history would be the day that something that wasn't a million to one happened. Million to one things happen all the time. So coincidences are going to happen. Yeah, but, that's, but that that's, is insane. That, that is almost like it was planned. I know insane that's mad that was tweets of the week love it love tweets of the week mate we're gonna have a few more you non-football off related a bit things rocky. you started off a bit rocky with your with your stutter and all that yeah I think I got through it you got through it I think everyone's feeling a bit under the weather at the moment yeah make sure you use your uh, hand sanitizer. there's no everyone. point everyone wash your hands with soap we've already talked about this just wa- at least wash your hands with soap it helps no to stop spreading spread the- it just we spread need po- the virus we need population control for what reason Liverpool fans yeah yeah. Well, just we were just hoping that they shut the Premier League down for this year and start again right. next now, year. Genuinely, imagine this, right? If we're talking about the coronavirus shutdown, like Syria is being uh, suspended right now. Obviously, 
I watched Ramsey score an assist to Bala's goal the other day for Juventus against Inter Milan behind closed doors. Very strange to watch that. Yeah, and what's also strange about what happens when Aaron Ramsey scores? He kills things. He kills things. And he killed the si- he killed Syria. This. Everyone was joking about who's going to die. Mm-hmm. No one thought it would be the league. Well, it's happened. He killed it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that shut down. So let's bring it. Let's bring it close to home here. I was saying before we recorded earlier that. Um, there's if that if that could happen to the Premier League if it's happened to another league yeah not far away from us well the league is playing behind closed doors United travel to Austria yeah uh, in Europa League that's being played mm-hmm. in front of only a thousand people so there's it's starting to affect Premier League clubs yeah whether it affects Premier League itself I don't know but at the moment all they're doing is not shaking hands well I saw Jurgen Klopp get off of the team bus the other day. And he didn't shake the bus driver's hand. He'd done the whole elbow thing. But then he picked up the suitcase that Uh. the bus driver handed to him with his hand. Uh. So that goes to show how educated Scott McTominay scored that last minute goal and the whole team jump hug each other necked each other the whole of the old Trafford they may crowd as, they may as jump well, every, hugging each other may as well have licked each other's faces I know it's and a joke this whole handshake I think it's just to symbolise that you should probably be cautious and wary but it's a bit of a piss take here's it? my thing though huh? talking about the Premier League being shut down so here's two scenarios which would you prefer Alex as a Manchester United fan uh, the the league gets shut down next week and they just give it to Liverpool because it's pretty much their title right now. It's their title. Yeah. Or carry it on and Liverpool have to lift the title in front of no crowd at Anfield. What would you prefer? The thing is, that last, that cup-lifting cup moment will compare... I mean, it won't even compare to what's going to happen on the streets of Liverpool. So that moment is going to be very small in comparison to when they do the bus tour around Liverpool. But they probably won't allow that. You couldn't stop Scousers from celebrating that league title. Fair enough, fair enough. But hypothetically, Boris Johnson, you know, they're saying that social gatherings and everything are, were like you know there's a chance of it being banned Italy's in complete lockdown you can't leave bro the France house. Are, France are currently throwing a, a Smurf festival what three and a half thousand people there you can't not cancel that you can't cancel the Smurf festival mate yeah. what, what are they gonna where are they gonna celebrate Smurfs but think about it imagine live, how funny would you find it watching Liverpool lift that title with no crowd there do you know what? It, and they couldn't have a bus tour afterwards. If they couldn't have a bus tour afterwards, no, I don't want to be mean, but yeah, it would be great. It would be great. It'd be great for if you just, as Man United. I, I, as a neutral, it'd be hilarious. I kind of already resigned to the fact they're going to win the league. That's fine. It. It's done. Move on. What if they cancelled the league and they don't win it? I'd rather then, just be more excited about what's happening with United right now, and it is looking pretty positive. I mean, I don't believe you. Is Bruno Fernandes the best? player to come to the Premier League or the best yeah has he made the best impact that you've seen in recent history he is well Aubameyang's the only one I can think comes close recently yeah you have to take into account how shit United are like in terms of how oh yeah inconsistent and we watch United together sometimes I remember watching uh, them play Club Bruise with you and we we were both saying there's just no spark here there's no there's nothing to ignite you know, the game, like, you know, a game-changing player like, you know, Bale used to be back in the day. Someone yeah. who could just... And Fernandez, like, look at his free kick. Uh, you know, 
against Man City. Yeah. That, just that bit of quality. Well, it, it Someone changed. who can unlock Martial's genuine potential. The, th- the biggest problem with Man United this season is that we can play against teams that are going to have 70% possession and hit them on the counter-attack when teams put 11 men behind the ball breaking them down is much more difficult Bruno Fernandes kind of sees those passes that break down those defences what yeah. about uh, what do you think of Ancelotti at Everton right now um, obviously got beat absolutely hammered by Chelsea do you think they've got a chance of making top four or no. making Europe no. now is that gone no oh, gone I think give him a, like a full season as a manager and Slotty's doesn't, doesn't stay long normally does he no but Give him a full season, a full transfer window. He's a quality manager. A club as big as Everton, you know, they should be pushing for top four, mm. a club that big. And I, 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 the jury's not out on him yet, surely. Like, he needs a full season. No, I mean, he's, he's had a huge impact. I just, I just thinking, because I, I was thinking of that race for the top four. It's kind of getting narrowed down realistically, I think. Yeah. I think United will get fourth. United, Chelsea, Leicester won again the I other think, night. I think back Leicester to winning ways. Get four. I think uh, they'll, top four. they probably will stick at it. It'll be between United and Chelsea. And I don't think Sheffield United have got a chance, really, have they? But they keep, keep going, don't they? Keep to be, winning. To be fair to Lampard, I actually think he's done a great job yeah, this season yeah. for what he's got. Well, look at who he's, he's brought through in terms of the youth. We've got Gilmore who looks, all of a sudden, we're halfway through a season, we've got a player who looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah. No, he's done He's done a good job. Like, And I've seen some people on Twitter saying he's like a B-Tech Mourinho and stuff like that. Like, Who would you rather have in charge of your club right now? Jose Mourinho or Frank Lampard? Frank Lampard. There's so much it's, negativity it's, around Jose Mourinho at Tottenham right now. I just, I just think that Mourinho is kind of spent like I kind of thought him going to Tottenham would be ignite something in him again but it's just same old Jose Mourinho he's, he's called he's a out Ndombele it hasn't taken him long to call out one of his players yeah, and so he's what, done it what, with, did, what did he say about Ndombele he basically said he doesn't know how many more chances he can give him now this is a 60 million pound player who obviously everyone can see who's watched him has enormous amounts of ability the guy yeah. is absolutely incredible in terms of on the ball he's his vision but his dribbling more than anything is incredible but is it is he going to be one of those players that is going to be a flop because he doesn't get the opportunities now is he going to be one that his price tag goes from 60 million Daniel Levy can't sell him in the summer if he wants to get rid of him because mm. that's what they're talking about I, c- I couldn't believe it but people were saying right how many chances can we give this guy he's going to be sold mm. he's only been there a season to, to be fair to Marino he's what the manager a waste. like he's always been honest um that's just that's just who he is. That's what is he saying it for him. effect? Is he trying to get a response from the player? I think so. I think so. Like, is that the way to manage players? But you in this day and age, do you know what Don is like behind closed doors? Like this guy is paid to do what he does as a manager. He's done it for years. He knows the players more than anyone. Mm. Not the press. Not us. Yeah. So it's hard to criticise him in that respect. I think. Well, I think he's. We've got Harry Kane's back in training at the moment. Yeah, I saw him running big, about. Big, so big, big that'd be huge. Euros, for him. Yeah. Uh, but then. Well, you talk about the Euros and England in a predicament. Who, what strike is he taking? You've got to take Kane, obviously. It'd be great if you could get Vardy out of retirement. Calvert Lewin got a chance. No, no. Just, just. Go, I think there's better players, better players to take ahead of him. Yeah, I think if you can get Vardy out, which I don't know whether that's got a possibility. You've got surely, like, what? What about Jamie Vardy? If he was asked by Southgate, look, can you come out of retirement? We need you for the Euros. What about Vardy is stopping him from saying yes? 
I don't. I find it. I find it Rebecca Vardy. I find it strange. I'd love to know, get to the bottom of why. If anyone knows, actually, please let us know. I haven't heard anyone yeah. say, or even, I haven't even heard a rumour. Yeah, let us know, because I have no idea About why Jamie why. Vardy doesn't mm. want to play. But yeah, it'd be uh, be a tough call for Southgate. I think he's got plenty of options. Hopefully Rashford and Kane are back for them. Can we talk about the biggest thing that's happened recently? Of course. Uh, last week. What? Bootlegger. Yeah, before we get into bootlegger, though, because yeah. uh, a lot of people have asked us about bootlegger, both in real life, on Twitter, everything. Yeah, because we kind of wanted to talk about what he was like. Yeah, exactly. But a lot a... of people want to hear about it. I want to play a game with you. Okay. Someone's asked if this we could play unexpected. this. Go on. So, essentially, it's called an annoyingly difficult football trivia quiz. So, uh. I'm going to play this with you as well, the listener. Uh. What the fuck is this noise? Let's start this shit again. There we go, baby. That's better. I can get behind this chilled vibe. Okay, listener. Are you ready for whatever game is about to be played? To be honest, I couldn't care less if you do. I'm a computer. Baker makes me say whatever he types. I am a slave to his fingers. Look. Penis. 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 Okay, enjoy. The first question, you've got 10 seconds for each question okay. to answer it. Okay. Question number one. Wow. Name someone who scored 100 Premier League goals who only ever played for one Premier League club. Matt Letizia. Correct. Boom. Question number two. Uh, the rest, by the way, are Henri, Gerard, Giggs, Scholes, Drogba and Aguero. Question number two. Name a goalkeeper who's kept 100 or more clean sheets in the Premier League and has played for Manchester City. Ten seconds starts now. David James. Correct. The others are Seaman, Schmeichel, Hart and Given. Number three. Name a club who has spent just one season in the Premier League. Ten seconds starts now. Uh, Oldham. No, five. Um, eh. One season. Swindon Town, Barnsley, oh, and Literally. Blackpool. Was Swindon, Cardiff Swindon, until they had my next season one. last year. Okay, name, number, question number four. Name a suffix, City, United, Town, etc., of a football league club that ends in a T. Ten. Football league. Oldham Athletic. Correct. I set Correct. myself up and they, done that one. Yeah, there you go. And Nottingham Forest and Leighton Orient. Mm. Number five, name someone who's... By the way... What? Not. Diff- it's not difficult for you. No, though, but no, it no, it ended in the sea, Athletic. <laughs> and oh, you, I, you got I, me with that. I was going to leave you. Do I you just said what? it with such confidence, I thought... I that's, that goes to show, if you say something with confidence, someone will believe <laughs> it. I was like, I, I fully spelled Athletic with a T at the end. <laughs> athletic. Athletic. Question number five. I wonder what the how the audience are doing. Question number five. Name someone who scored 100 Premier League goals and played for Liverpool and Aston Villa. Ten seconds starts now. Robbie Keane. Correct. The rest are Heskey and Crouch. You're smashing this at Get the in. moment, Alex. Name one of the three players. Question number six. Name one of the three players who holds the scoring record. 31 goals for a 38-game season. One of the three. That's such a shit question. Mo Salah? No. Who holds the record? Name one of the three players who holds the record. Uh, can we move on from that? That one's shit. I want to know. I want to know. What- okay, name one of the three players who yeah. holds a scoring record for a 38-game season in the Premier League. 
who holds a score in goals. 31 goals. Didn't Salah beat that last season? He might have. I'm this pretty might, confident he well, did. Suarez, Shearer, Salah and Ronaldo. Yeah. I thought Salah beat it. Yeah. Okay. Question number seven. Wait, I said Salah and you said no. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't open the answer. This is going well. Question number seven. <laughs> Gets harder. Excluding the words football club from all team names, name the only team who have played in the Premier League whose name ends in a G. Name ends in a G. It's time started, by the way. So, exclude it. Okay. Um, Four. Three. Two. A generous one. Zero. Reading. Oh, the answer's Reading. Yeah, you ah. took the piss out of the quiz. Well, the quiz is taking the piss out of you now. Question number That's eight. Nice. Name one of the two players who have played for Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea in the Premier League. Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah. And Elka. Correct. But, yeah, you've got that right. And the other is the ugly Yossi Benayoun. Yeah. Who hates goalposter jumpers? Question number nine: Name someone who has scored five goals in a Premier League game. Uh, Robbie Keane. No, Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine It's gone now. Oh, you made it. Was against Wigan for Tottenham. The wasn't answers it? are Andrew Cole, Shearer, Jermaine Defoe, Berbatov, and Aguero. Oh, All right, number ten. Who is the only player to have scored for seven Premier League clubs? Seven Premier League clubs. Yes. The Time only player now. Uh, oh my god! I keep wanting to say the same player over and over again. Robbie Keane. Incorrect. Did it? Did it? Did it? Dung. Craig Bellamy, which was Coventry oh, City, Newcastle United, Blackburn Rovers, Liverpool, West Ham, Manchester City, and the Bluebirds, Cardiff City. And finally, uh, name one of the three players who have received a record eight Premier League red cards. Richard Dunn. Incorrect. No, that's correct. Sorry. Well, Richard Dunn is there. Duncan Ferguson and Vieira. I forgot there's one more question. And it is num- number 13. Name the only club in the Football League. That's the wrong question. Who is the only overseas player to have made over 500 Premier League appearances? Overseas player. Yes. 500 Premier League appearances. Yes. Time would, starts now, baby. Would be... Petr Cech. And that's absolutely coming. That's correct. That's correct. That's incorrect. It's incorrect. Mark Schwarzer. Mark Schwarzer. I knew it'd be a fucking goalkeeper. So you got eighty percent of uh, in that quiz, mate. How do you think you're done? Happy uh, with that? No. 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 Well, there's the not so difficult football quiz. Thanks to whoever sent that in. I forgot who you are. Appreciate it. Let's go on though to the post bootlegger blues. I know a lot of people have written in. Asked me in real life, you know, on Twitter, Instagram and everything, you know, what was he like? You know, we'll start off how he started. What was he like? Oh, it's so hard to summarise, mate. So we met him in a pub in his yeah, local so we drove before we went all the and way did... from Cardiff. I picked you up at Newport train station, all the way up to sunny Wrexham in North Wales. And uh, yeah, Wrexham, mate. What do you reckon? Not bad. It's actually... To be fair, I expected nice, it nice to be place. like Newport. No offence, Newport. But I expected it to be like a Newport sort of place. Newport's shell. Newport. I'm Welsh and I'm... Newport is not the nicest place. But same. Wrexham, really nice. Uh, really lovely surrounding areas, yeah. Wrexham. Like, yeah. beautiful. Like, and the most insane thing, £1.79. Pints. We went I to Weatherspoons there with uh, Carl Phillips, otherwise known as Bootlegger. And I swear I bought three pints with a fiver and I had change. Yeah, it was insane. 
I had like two pounds change. Yeah. It was like three pints for three quid. I can't, I want to go there again. I know. I genuinely was like, do you know what? If if there's an away game in Wrexham or Wales have a home game there or something, I would happily go up there. Yeah. It would be the cheapest away trip. Yeah. It, was, it was funny because I went up there with, I think you were getting money out. I went up there and I looked at it. I went up there with Carl and I went to the pub, uh, to the bar and said, oh, can I have three pints? I bought this Carlsberg pills and they're £1.79 a pint. I didn't see the price. Yeah. She said, oh, it's £5 something. And I said, no, can I have three, please? And she said, yeah. I said, no, three, please. And she was looking at me like I lost my You're mind. I was alien. like, no, I need three. And she was like, yeah, that's how much it is. I was like, oh my God. Imagine was- taking someone from London to Wrexham. Mate, that's the that's the price of a pint down the local that I used to, where I used to live in Clapham. That is how much a pint would be. You want a pint, it's going to cost you £5.50. £5, if you're £5, lucky. I remember going to a driving range in Greenwich. You know that driving range by the Millennium Dome in yeah. London? Yeah. And I bought three pints mm. in a round and they were ale, which is stereotypically cheaper beer yeah. and it was like 18 quid yeah i was like holy shit yeah. most of my budget for the night is gone yeah. but yeah wrexham fucking good night i, out. I actually to it. i actually big up wrexham i i'm i yeah. thought it was going to be one of those places where we wouldn't have a nice time we go to it's the local like maybe stereotypical thinking in it yeah. but like it's in the uh, you know it's so it's, you hear the name wrexham it doesn't sound great I don't but know it was why though it was a good laugh it's beautiful like beautiful surrounding area but yeah so anyway Cole showed wrexham. us around his local met, actually, us, met yeah. all his mates we met uh, we met up with him in his local the witch chief mm-hmm. um which he has said multiple times for anyone listening if you want to go up I meet him up there he's like happy to do it and yeah. I can guarantee you from the first moments we met the bootlegger I couldn't agree more he was like so nice he was, he? A, he was our best mate immediately honestly I think at first he was a bit nervous and apprehensive he because was nervous because he'd never met us before yeah and we were originally going to record in the pub and yeah. what happened which would have been cool in the end was we forgot our lighting rig and we needed to do it in the Airbnb so I in fact, it was my fault. I I forgot to mention the change of venue until like half an hour before we met him. And <laughs> what did he say? He the, said Carl the bootlegger was like, I I was a bit worried that you were Chester fans. Wrexham Chester, huge rivalry. He Come thought to we pick were going to kidnap take him, him away. He genuinely, the bootlegger thought we were going to kidnap him. Technically, I mean, what we did was we went up there, we took him away from, we stole him away from his pub for like a couple hours, license. sat him down. Made him talk and then let him go again. Yeah, like caught a fish and they're back. But he had a really good time. Yeah, to be fair, he was absolutely buzzing with it. You know, we took him to the Airbnb and you know he just wanted to have a rolly with us and have a pint. And to be fair, before we even started recording, I reckon we were drinking solidly for about an hour. Yeah, it's something you don't realise if you watch it because you you think it will be cut, but the the amount of drinks because because the video was cut down as well. We got through so much booze. Well, we bought I think forty five quid. And I can't from drink the Morrison's in Wrexham. You made a funny observation when we were inside Morrison's in Wrexham. You could be anywhere. They all look the same, and it was just this weird, like twilight zone feeling. But yeah, we got the booze forty five quid. Yeah. Guinness Pilsners. Yeah, and uh, we we got through it all. It was about. What, 48 bottles yeah. in two hours? Yeah, we got through a lot. And then we carried on drinking. And I woke up and I actually didn't feel too bad the next morning. I was fucked, mate. But and we je- get a text message off Carl saying, do you want to come for fish and chips? <laughs> like, no, mate. It's 10 o'clock in the no, morning. No, I really wanted to. In fairness, like we got the text 
uh, Carl Messers basically asked us to, to go to a fish and chips with him. Mm. And funnily enough, he put the video of him up in a fish and chips the next day he and he got like fucking 20,000 likes and 400,000 views. Yeah, we, I looked at what he was eating and there was, no, I'm so glad I didn't go. He had like 40 pieces of white bread with butter on it. <laughs> he, uh, he was, it's weird because we, we were talking, you say like 20,000 likes. I don't know, we were talking, I don't know anyone else in the world of, Twitter at that level that has such a big following. He has 260,000 followers and every one of those followers genuinely follows him. Yeah. They, they, like, They're not just people who... We were getting text messages, messages from people we haven't spoke to in ages saying, I can't believe it. And, like, and they're, they're fans of it, of him. So they saw us on there and we're like, what the fuck are to, you two doing there? To be fair, like since the interview, a lot of people come up to me and be like, I can't believe you interviewed Bootlegger. What was he like? I'd love to go on the piss with him. Because we've gone there and done it and we've got to know him really well. And genuinely, I'd call him a friend. Like, I would generally say that. Like, I've spoke to him afterwards on the phone, text Yeah, you've been in contact with him quite, quite yeah, a while. Yeah, and, like, I can't... Like, for me, I can't see, like, why people are so obsessed with him now in terms of, like, I just know him as Carl now, do you know what I mean? He doesn't, like, he doesn't understand why he gets so much. And, he has no idea, and he yeah. doesn't give a fuck. Like, yeah. we, he, like doing the interview, and for anyone who watched it, we, I was trying my hardest to... Get him to stop being so modest, but he just doesn't give a fuck no, about the following he has, no. and I think that is why he has so many followers. That sounds bad. He he loves the support that he's got, but he doesn't care whether he's got five thousand, yeah, or twenty thousand, I mean. like, or a hundred thousand. We asked him like how many followers on Twitter he had like two years ago, and he said, "I don't know, like fucking five thousand or something." He's still a like, decent following. Yeah, like he does. Hey, that's more than our podcast has. Yeah, no, I know it's <laughs> me. It's, it's massive, but like, I just I was. What what about bootlegger for you surprised you the most? I think what surprised me I was I was quite apprehensive when we were on the way. I remember saying to you, I said, I just feel like if it's I don't want to be let down because you know mm. you see all these videos and if he's just this guy who's just a little bit like uh and he not not big time in the way that but if he knows, if he's all too aware of the impact he's got and the fame he's accumulated I didn't want him to be kind of big-headed and he was completely opposite. He embraced us. I didn't want him to have a bad time. I didn't want him to be too nervous, but he was so relaxed in the end and we were just having a chat a few times midway through the interview. We'd go out the back, he'd have a cigarette, we'd have a chat. Um, And I think it just, we we said it has probably went as well as we we could have. And he was absolutely sound and we're going to have him back again. 100%. He's like, he's going to come down and do the podcast again down south we've had some good guests we have some good guests a, f- a lot of people have Greg asked. Helford lovely guy yeah John Parkin what a laugh yeah John Parkin similar vein guy as bootlegger just like someone who is so within their own character yeah. like do you know what I mean yeah. and a lot of people have asked like who are you going to get on next and stuff who are we going to get on next do you know what my answer is what? Ian Holloway I'd love I Ian I would Holloway. kill to have Ian Holloway I'd on love this Ian podcast Holloway. someone said the Wheelstone Raider yeah, I don't, I don't sure know about, about that. One. With with Carl, at least you can see with Bootlegger. I think you can see that he's he's a good laugh and he's a nice person, and he's got a bit about him. Yeah. This Wilson Raider guy is known not because he's because he was just a bit weird, wasn't he? Yeah, he was strange. Yeah, was a strange guy. He was just strange. It'd be a weird interview. It, what if he was really aggressive and tried to start on us the whole time? That would make a great video. It would actually. I would. I'd be very happy with that happening. Yeah, but. Yeah, you know. Well, give us your suggestions because we want to know. Yeah, definitely. I would love, I would love to have Ian Holloway on. There's, do you know what? So someone who I'd like to have on, Lee Trundle. Lee Trundle. I, I just think that someone of his, like, you know, I, 
obviously as a Cardiff fan, like it would, it would make for great viewing. And I'd I just like think- someone who wasn't Welsh related, <laughs> if that's all right. <laughs> well, well, yeah, look at it. Greg Halford. Play for uh, Cardiff. Play for Cardiff. Tom Parkin, play Cardiff. for Cardiff. Bootlegger, Welsh. Welsh. We've also got another guest who's been on, which hasn't been released yet, who was part uh, of a Welsh rock band. Who are band. also Welsh, which will be released soon. Uh, we won't talk about it. Stop messaging people then, mate. Okay. I'll be on my. I got no. I got no English following. Like that's the problem. I got my connections for English people. Do you gain any followers from that three, interview? Three, three followers. Probably all Welsh. My as personal well. Twitter account is the deadest Twitter account you can ever see. <laughs> I don't know why, because generally you're very funny on it. Thanks. And it no, but like Brandon, who comes on the show sometimes, says the same thing, and you'll put a tweet up, and it's hilarious. And two only likes. two people like it. It's me and Brandon. <laughs> and it's annoying. I've got a very niche following. Yeah. Well, very, yeah. Yeah. We'll call it niche, niche. if you want. But hey, go and follow me. It'd be great. Yeah. At Al's Price yeah. 69 underscore Not- sex. <laughs> well, that's what, that was my old MSM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, but- no, but Carl, Carl's a good laugh. Looking forward to our next guests. Uh, and to be fair, if you haven't seen it, please. Go, you can listen to the podcast, but it's all the better in video. Yeah, Go and watch it. It's on our YouTube channel I'm not now. even sure if people who listen to this podcast know we're on YouTube. It's youtube.com. no one cares about YouTube who listen to the podcast. Maybe, but if you just want to watch the video of the bootleg, it's youtube.com forward slash goalposter jumpers. It's a nice and easy link. Before we move on from bootlegger, I want to say, what was your favourite part about that whole day, bootlegger, everything? Do you know what I loved was the moment, and it was, it was so nice to see because I felt like you know when you're you feel like you're not in a movie but you're like kind of watching everything happen around you yeah. but you're not participating in it me and Carl got out of the taxi me and Bootlegger like, got out of the taxi you went to get money we did the short walk between the taxi and the yeah, pub you, you went off on your own with them didn't yeah you? and as we were walking through and this from the moment we got out of the taxi to the bar the guy was stopped every five feet by yeah. someone else coming up to him and wanting to take photos and everything. Every single person he did, he stopped, he had a chat. It took us ages, but yeah. it, it, he stopped, he had a chat. We got Selfies. all the way in the bar. We went to the toilet. He was stopped whilst he was trying to have a piss. He was the most friendly guy and every single person, he gave everyone a bit of his time, which was brilliant for him. Talking about bootlegger and piss, it, it I've got a, very left out. Got, a <laughs> got a bit of a behind the scenes some, something to actually reveal. Me okay. and Bootleg across swords. Did you? Yeah, in the Airbnb. I went for a piss and the door was closed and he bombarded his way and he's like, <laughs> eh, Captain, come on, let's get in there. Let's go in there. Pulls his whopper out and I'm just like, I was thinking, I don't like crossing swords, first of all, with anyone. But then I was thinking in my head, should I do this? Like, just to say I've crossed swords with bootleggers. See, this is what, And I just carried on. This is what happens, I was right? so uncomfortable. This is what happens in Hollywood. This is the whole Me Too thing. Yeah. You look at someone like, what's his name? Who's the guy, that, the director? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Right? Are we... <laughs> when he... Yeah, but when he says... Because he's so powerful, you think, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, okay. I think it was more, for me, it was more that... I couldn't believe what was happening. <laughs> I could, first of all, I just spent two and a half hours interviewing Bootlegger and the whole experience was just insane from two months before, three months before, just forming the idea of doing a video interview yeah. and then actually being there and doing it and then all of a sudden I'm in a toilet and Bootlegger is pissing into the same toilet as me. Surreal moment. I didn't think for one second, what does he think of my knob? That'll be on your gravestone. 
cross, cross swords, swords Gareth Baker cross swords with bootlegger that is such a good Twitter bio <laughs> cross swords with bootlegger once in a toilet and then have the date marked next to it 100% yeah. but that was my favourite part that, by the way that was, just, I was going to say no, what is your favourite part it was part? my most surreal part I think, I think generally like I, I would have said the whole him getting stopped for selfies and stuff like that and it's that feeling of like weird like as if we were his entourage or something people were like looking over us like who are they yeah kind of thing a lot of people had a lot of questions about the podcast and everything which was nice as well so generally there was someone who listens to it come up to us guy with a guitar oh he's uh yeah he's apparently going to be performing at bootleggers yeah something uh, the beer the the bootlegger beer launch which is he met him through that and bootleggers invited him to go and perform by the way that's how nice this guy is yeah Bootlegger's got his own beer now. It's called Bootlegger 1976, I believe. It's a Pilsner, five percent Pilsner. It's stunning. We tried it up there. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, make sure you go and buy it. Yeah. It is really good. But yeah. support you know the what? captain. My favorite part was when he pulled out his grandmother's phone because his phone was broke or something yeah. with a pink phone case on it, yeah. and uh, put into selfie mode and started recording. And we were in and one of Bootlegger's. Videos. I was weirdly aware instantly that thousands of people are going to be watching it oh only a hundred thousand people saw it and you done the worst hand gesture of all time I did which a, I've never seen you do before I've never done it before that kind of true Geordie no not true Geordie fucking Gaz from Geordie Shaw thing yeah with the hand yeah. why'd you do it don't know that's my favourite part yeah biggest watching regret watching that back so that'll be Alex what was your biggest regret and this is when I'm 85 years old well this one time I was on bootleggers and I did that I've never done it in in my life before but I decided to do it then it it wound me up massively watching that back. But yeah, bootlegger, great guy. Honestly, guys, he is legit. He's exactly how he seems. Nicest guy, famous person I've come across. And yeah. he doesn't like calling himself famous, yeah. but he fucking is famous. Yeah, you just see him in the streets of Wrexham, how many people stop him. And he Incredible. can go anywhere. And it's, he, I mean, his mates say it's exactly the same everywhere they go. How many times did you hear, Pilsner, baby, being shouted across yeah. the room? It was insane. And he's literally called the captain. And I imagine having that nickname for yourself, being able to get that. I'd love that name. He is the captain to people. People are obsessed with it. I know. So up next, mate, we have the twat list. The twat list. Twat. Twat. Sorry, mate, I don't have a theme again this week. So what I've done, I've recycled an old one. Yeah. Uh, I hated the one last week. Why? The Pingu one. That's the best one. It's so annoying. What's this week's one going to be? So, welcome to the twat list. You're all aware of what it was, what it is, and the theme is, I believe, a Stone Roses cover. Okay. And here it is now. Twat. What? Awesome. That was great. That's a better one That's, than last week. That was that. I love that. That is better than the original song by the Stone Roses. That's close, but yeah, it's close. So, are you ready for this week's twat list? Because I'm never Bootlegger ready. Was actually very good at it. And did that not make you think that? Do you know what? There actually might be something in this. I got it. Yeah, last week's did. episode, I got it. Yeah, because, only because he fucking helps you. He helped me. Uh, 
it helps you get the secret and the key. Yeah, I got the key. That I would have been secret. that was your. That's, I'm surprised that's not your favourite moment from that. Is that he actually? Oh my got god! That yeah. yeah, definitely up there. Yeah. Right. So this week track list, uh, three clues. Someone three cryptic. Who clues. I think is a twat in the world of football. Uh, for whatever reason, and I give you three cryptic clues to try and guess who I have chosen. Cool. Did you just look at my laptop screen? No. Be honest. No. I saw your big boggly eyes look towards that direction. A little bit. Did you see it? No. Okay. So this week, kind of. he's not, or she, or he, isn't particularly a twat, but I think you can be a twat in a light-hearted way, not just like a Pierce Morgan way, like a, how oh, are you twat? Like, what'd you do that for? Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying there? You're picking up where I'm putting down. So this week it's called kind of a twat list. No, like d- twat is a broad definition. Okay. Okay, so you ready? Yeah. Clue number one. Some say I'm a bit of a weasel, but not because I'm a snake that like that bald-headed, two-faced freak. So clue number one is some say I'm a bit of a weasel, but not because I'm a snake like that bald-headed, two-faced freak. Bald-headed, two-faced freak. So Can I tell you where I'm at or should I leave it to we'll the end? We'll leave it for a second. Okay. Yeah. So clue number two is if you were a pimp and wanted one of your employees to come back inside, you would say this. If you were a pimp and wanted one of your employees to come back inside, you would say this. Yeah. Clue number three. I once played for a pink bird. Got it. Have you actually got the answer? Got it. Hundred percent. Is it because you looked at my fucking? No, screen? it's not. You looked at my. Screen. I got it from your first one. How? I got well for your first. Yeah, I got it from your first one and your last one. But yeah. How okay. confident are you? Ninety nine percent. So a nine out of ten. I'd really? say. Really? Yeah. So. Can you stop moaning about the twat list now? Because I think it's a genuine... To be fair, the clues this week weren't as hard as what they have been. Sometimes you're literally asking people to read your mind. No, I disagree. I just think sometimes... Sometimes you aren't aware of some things as other people might be aware. Okay, so should we go through the clues? Ecto facto, bootlegger knew who Urban Cookie Collective are. Yeah, but I got the twat list, so... But um, so you got that clue. Do you want me to go through the clues, what I think? I might be wrong. Do you reckon? Some very quick twat list. So clue number one, some say I'm a bit of a weasel, but not because I'm a snake like that bald-headed two-faced freak. What do you get for that? So I Without thought, saying the answer. Are we re- revealing the answer at the end of the show? Um, or are we doing it now? Do you know what? That's a good shout. Should we do it now? Let's do it at the end of the show. I knew you'd say that. Whatever I said, you were going to do the opposite end. No, okay. we'll do it now. Okay. Right, so clue number one. I want to do it at the end of the show. You want to do that? I want to do now. Okay. Right, clue number one, what do you get? So, right, we'll do the end of the show. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Two Lies and Truth. Awesome. Two Lies and a Truth. Okay, and we're on to Two Lies and a Truth. And ladies and gentlemen, remember to subscribe on YouTube down below. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, check our channel out. It's youtube.com forward slash go post jumpers. Two lies and a truth, Alex. Explain to the audience there and there. No, there. No, th- and there. No, there. There, mate. Uh, two lies and a truth. No. I'm going to need you to point at them. Hi. Hi, guys. Uh, two lies and a truth here. This is what we do yeah. best. This is our favourite part of the show. Gareth's favourite part of the show. It's not. This is where I give you and the audience, yourselves, <laughs> three 
different stories. Yes. Two of them are lies. One of them is true. It's about yep. the world of football. Okay. You've got to guess which one is true. Yes. Baker, you have trouble with this normally. Yes. Yes. So shall we take us... What I'm going to do this week, and okay. we do it occasionally, mm. I'm going to give you the title. I'm going to give you guys the title. Baker, you've got to guess what the story is from the title. Can't wait. Yes. First story. Yeah. Can you put that away, Crouchy? I'm watching elephants. Can you put that away, Crouchy? I'm watching elephants. Am I supposed to guess the story as well from that? Guess the story. Um, Can you put that away, Nuanku Kanu once visited West Midland Safari Park with Peter Crouch, and Peter Crouch got his trunk out, which in turn was ruining Nuanku Kanu's view of real trunks. The elephants. Not not far away. Sharp. Peter Crouch was once caught watching elephants while naked with Nwankwo Kanu. That's really good from me. Not bad. I'm really happy about that. Do you think it's true? That's the next part of the the problem. On Story this. number two. Alan hit a curb ishly and veered into the ladies. Alan hit a curb ishly and veered into the ladies. Curb ish. Okay, so... So you know who it's about? Alan Kerbishley. Right, okay. Sometimes you struggle. Pretty, pretty fucking obvious, isn't it? Struggle. Said his name in the title. Uh, Alan Kerbishley once veered off the road whilst drinking under, driving under the influence and hit a woman, which is... This is a horrible story, if that's true. Alan Kerbishley once crashed his bike into a woman's toilet and had to explain himself to the police. Story number two. How about he explains himself to the world? How Story did you number... Ma- how, did you man- how did you manage that, Alan? How did you manage doing that with your car into a toilet? Story number three. Why? Did you do it? Uh, story number three. That's exactly why you should stick to refereeing. That's exactly why you should stick to refereeing. That's a boring That's title. exactly... That's exactly why you should stick. Exactly. That's exactly. That's exactly why you should stick to refereeing. Um, think of a referee. Think of eggs. A referee was once. I know it. Go on. Someone threw an egg. A referee doing a match. Is it? Oh uh, no, that's not it. Oh. Mike Dean. Premier League referee sold his neighbour a decorative Fabergé egg. However, authorities intervened when his neighbour twigged it was a fake. Dean was forced to refund the money paid, but luckily the Premier League ref faced no further punishment. That was Mike Dean selling a fake Fabergé egg. So his referee twigged onto him doing this? His neighbour. Is that why he should stick to refereeing? (laughs) Because he twigged onto him and twigs are a type of stick I don't know where the story is I wasn't listening because I was thinking of my joke what was the story the story was Mike Dean (laughs) sold a fake Fabergé egg to his neighbour and had to return the money he was paid for it okay so do you know what a Fabergé egg is no does anyone no who would know who listen right if you're listening to this podcast or you're watching Mm here on YouTube right and you know what a Fabergé egg is and you know what a Fabergé egg is right into us so I can block you okay they're decorative like kind of ornamental eggs oh, so they are eggs that's nice and they go for millions apparently why why would 
Why would, why would, why, why would Mike Dean do that? Three stories. Which uh, that's one true. do you think is that's true? true? You think the it's the Mike- Fabergé egg one? Yeah, so you're going to wait. You're going to rule out Alan Kirby. You you definitely didn't fabricate that story. (laughs) Can we continue? The Alan Kirbishly didn't hit a curb, veer into the ladies. That didn't happen. That's that can happen. That's horrible. And wait, Carnu naked watching elephants with Crouch. I I think because I guessed it, then it's not true. Right. Okay. Because I look personally, if you ask me. The Mike Dean one story. Mike Dean story is true because a there's no way, as mental as your mind is, mm. that you could come up with that story. The, unless you're on acid. Okay. Unless you took an acid tab. Yeah. When you wrote these clues, which sometimes I think you do. Yeah. There's no way that you come up with that story. There's no way. So you're definitely ruling that one out. No. Oh, you're definitely no, ruling no, no. out Peter Crouch, I, sorry, and you're I, definitely ruling look, out Alan Kerbishley, but you I, think that's too mental that Mike Dean, for me to make it up, that Mike Dean sold a Fabergé egg and had to return it. Exactly. And I think you mentioned to me yesterday that you listened to something to do with Mike Dean on a podcast. So you think I might have got it from that? No, but you're bamboozling me. You know that you said that to me, and you knew that I would think uh. what I've just thought it's not as easy but as then, you think, guys. But then, but then you knew that, that you knew that I knew that you said that yesterday. So you didn't think that I would guess that. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. So you're going to go with Mike Dean eggs, Mike Dean's eggs, Mike Dean laid eggs. I'm going to go, ladies and gentlemen, with Mike Dean eggs. Imagine <laughs> what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> Like a serious moment. No, what a stupid. I'm going to go with Mike Dean eggs. Imagine that on the chase. Imagine this quiz on the chase. Imagine this quiz being this, broadcast to people. If this was genuinely broadcast, hmm. other than us, yeah. to the general public, yeah. people would think it was a mental hospital radio or something, yeah. or something like that. I'm going. Look, I'm going with Mike Dean eggs. Okay. Okay. The story will be revealed. Now. Now, because it's the end of the show. It is. So, you have three stories. Yeah. Oh, what, was that a nice little segue into this being the end of the show? Yeah, it's the end of well, the show. Hang on. We need that commentator to say, it's all over, I think, no. I think it's all over. No. No, no, no. That, he's going to say it. Oh, yeah. It's all over, I think. No. Okay, he said it. He said it. So, we have three stories. It was the Kanu Crouch story. Can you put that away, Crouchy? I'm watching elephants. That was Peter Crouch was once caught watching elephants while naked with Nwankwo Kanu. Story number two. Alan hit a curbishly and veered into the ladies. Alan curbishly once crashed his bike into a woman's toilet and had to explain himself to police. And then story number three, which is the one that you've gone for, was Mike that's Dean exactly why you sh- I should change that title to Mike Dean Eggs. You went for story number three, eggs. Mike Dean Eggs. That was Mike Dean eggs. sold his neighbour a decorative Fabergé egg. However, authorities intervene when his neighbour twigged that it was a fake. Dean was forced to return the money paid, uh, but luckily... The Premier League ref did not get punished any further. Liked how you put that book down, then, as if this is a real. Are you ready for real it? quiz show? Are you ready for it? Okay. Are you ready for it? The true story is. What is it? K 
can you put that away, Crouchy? I'm watching elephants. That's no way. No, I think you want to a Portsmouth. Uh, yeah, I think Harry Redknapp. So apparently, the story goes Harry Redknapp organised a safari for the Portsmouth team while away in South Africa on yeah. a pre-season tour. Yeah. Their balcony overlooked a game reserve where elephants were drinking. Crouch was having a shower out the back where the showers were situated. Yeah. And he looked over and saw Kanu and Kanu and Crouchy were both naked watching the elephants together. Okay. Mike Dean Eggs. That's annoyed me that that's true. Made it up. Almost as annoying as your squeaky chair. What? You made what up? Mike Dean Eggs. So did you actually bamboozle me in the end? Yeah. Did you know that you told me that story about Mike Dean being on a podcast yesterday? Yeah. I hate this feature so much. It's a fun, fun game. Okay, so we're going to reveal a twat list now. Twat list. Thank you very much, by the way, for uh, dealing with Alex's Two Lies and the Truth. Until next time. But we have the twat list now. Hmm. And you mentioned that you think that you have the answer. Yeah. So we're going to very quickly go through the clues hmm. again. And it is clue number one. Some say I'm a bit of a weasel. Looked at my laptop again. I fucking knew you cheered. I can't see any letters. Whatever. I Not because see I'm a snake like that bald-headed two-freak. What did you get for clue number one? So the bald-headed two-faced guy is, I think, Voldemort. And mm. Voldemort, because he has that... And Quirrell. Two faces. Quirrell and, yeah. yeah. And I think that is something to do with a weasel, which would be Ron Weasley. Uh, so, because he's from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, So correct, I'm correct, going correct. with Ron. Well, okay, right, Ron, Ron, Ron. Right, we're starting with Ron, you're correct. Clue number two, if you were a pimp and wanted one of your employees to come back inside, you would say this. Didn't get that bit. In ho. In ho. Okay. So Ronald I in Ho. Yeah. Ronald in Ho. I once played for a pink bird flamengo football club. Yeah, that's where I got there. Ronaldinho is this week's goalposter jumpers twat Why? list. And What's I he done? prefaced this whole feature saying that he's not particularly a twat. He's just... He's not. He's like a, ah, oh, you absolute twat yeah. kind of thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, ah, oh, you pinching the cheeky little twat. Yeah. Well, you, like you used, do to your kids. Exactly. Ah. Well, Ronaldinho used a fake passport to try and get into Paraguay, which is, means he's now in prison. Right now, this second, Ronaldinho's in prison yeah. for using a fake passport to get into Paraguay. What, what wing do you think he's on? part... What? Wing, oh, good one. Thanks. The best part about it was he, to get into Paraguay, you don't need to use a passport from Brazil. So he didn't need to use that fake passport. Really? Yeah. And he's in prison for it. Okay, he's a twat then. Well, he's, he's, do you know what I mean by that now? Yeah. And yeah, this is someone, by the way, who had a huge sponsorship with Pepsi at one point, if mm. you remember. Yeah. And he, he The guy's going to be worth a but, lot of money. No, but he got it taken off him because he drank Coke in a press conference. Well, you can't do that. Well, that's what I mean. Like, this guy, Ronaldinho does what he wants. He lives on his own planet. Yeah. You know. And that's why we love him. And that's why and we that's love him. that's what you. makes him such a good footballer. You little twat, Ronaldinho. You little twat. Ah, oh, bless yeah. him. In prison right now. Wow, that's the end of the show then. That is the end of the show. What a way to end it. What a way to end it. Just want to say thank you to everyone watching, listening everyone. today, and also everyone who's tuned in over the last couple of weeks to see Bootlegger. It was a fantastic week. We had yeah. a great time. And mm. big thank you to Carl for doing the show as well. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time. If you haven't watched it yet, head over to Please YouTube. Do. Or I think it's the episode before this one. Have a listen. But yeah. until then, 
You stay classy, goalposts. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Well, I just done just that. It. But the thing is, no one listens to the, Like when I listen to a podcast, I turn off now because it's like what I sent it. Yeah. So, so we can say whatever we want. Flabby vaginas on my face. I have coronavirus. I hate children. I once ate a Mars bar without eating any of the chocolate. I. The fuck do you do that? I don't particularly like. <laughs> 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 Stepping, it's all over. It is now.